0: Last time on, let me tell you about Homestuck. Mina walks around meeting a lot of old friends who all oh, suck. Truly, everyone sucked but her. Well, Arania's okay, and my gay heart can't not like Porum, cause... I mean, look at her. And I, mean, I guess I can talk about sign language stuff, and I think uh, Carlos is what could kind of have been an interesting villain. Anyway, most of them suck. Uh, but that's kind of mostly what we talked about was first time that both hosts agreed that that part of Homestuck just really stank. It won't be the last. Afterwards, we caught up with John who, in his older years, now hates Conair. His bad mood is made worse when Jade reveals that Dave Sprite broke up with her. And it's turned a full-on temper tantrum when John finds a note from Dave Sprite that resembles something his dead dad used to do, which on his anniversary of his dad's death, it's kind of really fucked up. It's actually like super fucked up. Uh, but John gets so angry that he passes out and ends up waking up in a dream bubble where he meets Friska and Tavros. And they talk. Well, they got into a fight about a wedding ring. That originally Andrew Hussey was gonna to give to Friska. But, well, Friska doesn't wanna marry Andrew Hussey.
1: It's Frisca. It's Frisca! Tavros! Oh, hi, John. Tavros, I didn't know you were hanging out with John. You should have come told me.
0: I just woke up from the sand pile and found him here. Nearly no time to go tell you because of an argument.
1: What? What were you arguing about? Uh. Wait. What do you mean woke up? Why were you asleep? Uh, Damn it, Tavros. You can't be slacking off like that. I told you, we are not fucking around anymore. This is serious business. Hey, excuse me, but... Are you... Friska? Oh, buddy. Oh, dude. Oh, meet. shit. This is it, Molly. <sighs> it's fucked up.
0: John and Friska met, but not in the way you wanted. Nope. That monkey paw just curls in a finger. <laughs> Next! <laughs> he hides the ring.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, I really should have introduced myself. I guess I forgot I technically never met this version of you. Uh, that's alright. Nice to meet you. Wait, are you a ghost too? Yep. So, you're dead? Yes, John. That's what being a ghost means. Okay, I'm still confused though. Sorry if I sound dumb, but dream bubbles are still kind of baffling to me. You're... really dead? As in the real you? I mean, dang, what the hell am I even trying to ask here? No, I get what you're asking. Yes, the real me. The actual, legit, fully authentic Alpha Timeline Vriska. Dead. Gone. Fucking toast. Oh. So when I meet up with everyone on your troll meteor in a year, that means you'll be... A corpse. That's assuming my body was sufficiently preserved during the trip. Which, now that I think about it, I guess it was? It must have been, because otherwise the unspeakable prototyping atrocity couldn't have happened. That piece of shit clown. I still have no idea what the deal with that was. He's completely lost his mind. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Honestly, I'm surprised you hadn't already heard I was dead one way or the other. It's kind of old news. Then again, these things are all relative, so who knows? (sighs) Are you okay? You seem sad. Well, yeah. It's always sad to hear a friend died, even if you find out about it from a ghost. I guess so. Also, I kind of thought that when we all arrived at the new session, we were gonna, like, hang out or something? Oh, yeah, that's right, we were. But then I got stabbed with back, which, to be fair, was for the good of the party so the meteor could make the trip in the first place and keep this whole crazy sequence of events intact. Not gonna lie, I made some mistakes. Wow, what even happened out there? Just some pointless deadly teen drama mostly brought on by ourselves, all acting like juvenile idiots. Like I said, old news. Very old for me. I have been here a pretty long time now. A lot has happened since I died. John, did you know the little rendezvous we planned sort of already happened? I mean, in a way. What? It did? Yes, with your ghost. Huh? I mean, the ghost of one of your alternate selves who died along the way doing some stupid thing. Actually, he and I dated for a little while.
0: Whoa, hold on. What's this about dating who?
1: Ugh, here we go.
0: Why didn't you tell me about that?
1: Tavros, I have led a rich and complicated life and death. I can hardly be expected to tell you about every little thing that I've been through. Besides, you should have already known this about me. Why? Because we shared a sprite body once. We briefly had access to all each other's memories and feelings. So if you didn't take the chance to dig that out of my memory, you only have yourself to blame.
0: No, but that hardly lasted any time at all. There was a lot of overwhelming experiences all happening at once. How could I try to remember all your memories before we exploded?
1: Well, all I can say is I managed. I took the opportunity to remember pretty much all your memories. I was in and out like a bandit, and now all of your life experiences are mine.
0: That's not fair, because you're smarter than me, and more cunning.
1: Them's the breaks. Wait, I'm with Taros here. I think we should back this up a bit. So, my alternate reality ghost dated you? They Molly, they're canon. <laughs> <sighs> Ashley Yeah I hate you
0: Like I knew we were gonna get to this part
1: And I was like uh Next Do you wanna take over John I'll take over John Okay cause I'm done talking to myself right now Yeah
0: But he like Tavers is trying to get the ring
1: Yeah and John is slapping his hand away
0: Yeah. Yes. That... but... What? First good this is a very bizarre and unsettling fact to me. Why? Because, man, I don't know, it just is. Say we dated for a while, but, like, I don't even get to remember doing that? I think that's mostly what's weird about it.
1: Hey, we apparently didn't get to remember the results of a lot of choices we didn't actually make. Again, see the breaks?
0: Well... At least tell me what happened there. Like how did that go?
1: It was fine for a while. It didn't really work out. Oh. We crossed paths every now and then after that. Things stayed pretty friendly between us until he died. What? Wh- what do you
0: What do you mean he died?
1: He was murdered.
0: You mean his ghost died? Yeah. As in, he just doesn't exist at all anymore. Like dead dead.
1: Yes, dead dead for good. I
0: don't, how did that even,
1: who killed him? Was it Jack? Jack, are you kidding? No, John, Jack is barely in the picture as a threat anymore. He's just more old news.
0: He's not old news though. He's still as strong and menacing as ever. I just had an awesome battle with him in this very gene bubble. You did. Yeah, I found him skulking around in memory of my dead dad, I got pissed off, so I really than it the head. Oh, I even used that cool hammer you helped me make, remember that?
1: Oh, yeah, those were good times when I helped you be great.
0: <laughs> yeah, the last time I faced him was kind of embarrassing. I let him get the drop of me and he just stabbed me right away. This time I think I held my own pretty well, I haven't gotten one good hit against him. You saw him bop in the head and the dice roll made him wear a silly hat.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. One time in an alternate reality, I came pretty close to killing him, apparently. Oh, really? Oh, you bet. Too bad that was in a timeline that didn't really count. But it's always reassuring to know you could put up a good fight against a strong adversary if you ever needed to. Now I guess you know you can, too. I guess so. What happened after you bunked him on the head? I bet he was mad. Yeah, he sure
0: was. Our fire was interrupted by, like... Another, taller, white Jack, dressed in rags.
1: A white Jack?
0: No, it wasn't actually a Jack, it was someone different altogether. It just looked like him, with wings and a sword and everything. I think the white Jack was probably a girl, I'm not sure. Uh, That's my hunch. I have not talked to her or anything, she looked really angry. Anyway, she seemed kind he seemed kinda scared of her, and he flew away, and she chased him. Uh, do you know who she was?
1: No fucking clue.
0: Whatever Jack's doing out here, G-Bubble Land, he's here with her hands full with her on his tail. As you can see, he's far from out of the picture.
1: Okay, that may be, but it sure wasn't Jack who killed a whole shitload of ghosts out here, including one of yours. I really doubt Jack can even kill ghosts. In fact, I don't think anyone can except for this guy. What guy? Lord English. Who? Wow, John. Really? Wow. Time to get a clue.
0: John doesn't know the main villain of this of the comic. Nope. The, the main hero of the comic does not know the main villain.
1: Well, I mean, how would he at this point, right? No, that's the great part of it. Yeah. Like,
0: of course not.
1: Next. It would be weird if he
0: did. Yeah.
1: Hasn't it ever occurred to you to wonder who the ultimate bad guy of this adventure was going to be?
0: Ultimate bad guy? You mean like the last boss?
1: Man, even that way of putting is a little too pedestrian. I mean, I already beat a last boss. The Black King was officially sanctioned last boss of our session and I killed him. This is different. There's always someone stronger waiting to be revealed. Jack showed up shortly after that and he was much stronger. Eventually the curtains get pulled back and you find out who's behind every terrible thing that happened all along. Someone who is invariably stronger than all our other adversaries by a wide margin. The Supreme Villain. To be honest, I was always kind of waiting for that guy to show up, whoever he was. For the other shoe to drop, you know? There's always a big bad behind everything. The true gamers see stuff like this coming a mile away.
0: Okay, if you say so. I kind of thought Jack was evil and strong enough to be our main antagonist. But you say there's someone even stronger and more evil than... Wow.
1: Yeah, I'll admit, I was fooled by Jack briefly. For a little while, I thought he was the supreme menace, and I would have to face him in the final showdown. But it turned out that was just a bit of standard misdirection. He was just another step up in a typical pattern of escalation involving increasingly insurmountable threats, which legendary heroes like us have to overcome to achieve total victory over everything. Also let's face it, I don't think Jack is all that evil, so much as he's just a murderous asshole. Trust me, I know the type. But English, that guy as evil as they come, he's the real deal
0: okay can i just say something i still don't know why you're so sure he's the final villain you yourself said there's always someone stronger right so i'm perceiving a contradiction about your facts
1: tavros come on we've already talked about this ad nauseum he's the big bad it's so obvious i mean maybe there's someone out there in paradox space Who knows, but whoever that is has nothing to do with this massive extended multiverse spanning campaign. English was the guy who stacked the whole deck against us from the start, rigging shit to go haywire, wiping out their race, blowing up universes, exterminating ghosts, slaughtering dark gods, and shattering reality itself. Pretty sure we reached the top floor, buddy. Okay, but
0: all I'm saying is what if? There is someone even more worse than it, that due to speculation.
1: Unbelievable, John. Just ignore him. He tends to be contrary just for the sake of being contrary. It's just what he does these days. He seems to think it's how you show confidence and assertiveness. The key to high self esteem is apparently just saying "nah" all the time. No, that's not true. See. This was apparently the big lesson he learned from sharing a brain with me for a few minutes. In order to feel good about yourself, just be a constant pain in the ass.
0: No, that's not what I learned. (laughs) I see what you mean. No, 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 okay, I realize all I'm saying is no. Just helping make you look as right as possible by making fun of me. I learned in your brain that you aren't always right about everything. You're wrong about a lot of things. You're wrong about Rufio. Rufio was real all along.
1: Alright, granted there did in fact exist a person by that name. You aren't spelling it right though.
0: How do you know how I'm spelling it? I'm just talking, instead of using letters.
1: Because that's how you spell it when we used to chat online, dumbass. You weren't using enough letters. So... And in any case, he doesn't actually represent your self-esteem. He's just some dude.
0: But he makes me feel better about myself when I think of him. So the reality is effectively equivalent to my fraudulent childhood superstition.
1: (laughs) Whatever floats your boat.
0: You both seem a bit testier together. It's kind of funny. Actually, it's a little hard to believe you and he are... What? Uh, never mind, actually.
1: Um... Oh, boy.
0: (laughs) Oh boy. Next. Also, apparently,
1: Rufio's a real person. Yeah, Rufio's, Rufio exists.
0: Uh, but now it's gone from the desert to a uh, Friska's land. Yep. I take it you were pretty good friends back on your planet.
1: You could say that. There's a pretty loaded history between us. It's probably best not to get into it. None of that matters anymore, anyway. It was so long ago. You know how it is.
0: Uh, sure.
1: Issues between people seem like such a big deal when they're happening. But when you die, and time just goes on and on and on, then on some more. If enough time passes, shit like that used to be a big deal kind of stops mattering. Okay, full disclosure, I used to do a lot of terrible things to Tavros. Once I launched him off a cliff and paralyzed him. If that wasn't bad enough, I spent sweeps mocking him for the disability I caused. (laughs) Oh, yeah, and then I killed him.
0: Oh, right. I remember you said you killed someone that you cared about. I guess this is him?
1: Mhm. But like I said, that's such old news now, it might as well not have happened. Tavros doesn't give a shit about that stuff anymore.
0: Hey, wait. Maybe you shouldn't speak for me. I still kinda think that stuff is all pretty mean even though it was forever ago. Just, I've chosen to be the bigger man and not hold it against liking you.
1: John, can you believe this guy? This is the kind of shit I have to deal with all the time.
0: Oh god, nope, time out. I'm flagging this Risca as terrible behavior.
1: Tavros, the bigger man is only actually the bigger man if he doesn't refer to himself as the bigger man. That's kind of the point. Unless the intent is to produce some form of socially awkward comic relief, which, let's face it, is what you're all about. But. That's what I like about you.
0: Yes. Hmm. I feel like maybe we got sidetracked there. Maybe you should tell me more about this English guy. Frankly, it seems like I'm usually one of the last people to learn about stuff like this. It's starting to make me feel like a bit of a tool. John. John. Next. Uh, Did it hurt to uh, say as Friska, that's what I like about you, Tavros?
1: Yeah. Fucking fuck Tavros. Tavros still sucks. Yeah. He's just some huge overpowered green freak, time-traveling monster, supposedly invincible. Who he is, what he is, where he came from, none of that really matters. What matters is how we're going to defeat him. That's what Tavros and I have been working on here for some time now. Working on what? Treasure hunting.
0: Oh yeah. What treasure?
1: Yes, okay, I should explain. There's a sort of plan in motion to beat English. It's a three-pronged approach. A number of people are out here in the furthest ring are working on different prongs of the strategy independently. The first is a quest to find the lost ghost of some alien girl. She's said to be one of the keys to defeating him in some way. Other people are allegedly out there working on that right now. If you ask me, it sounds like a really boring approach to defeating him. Who knows if it's even true.
0: Give it to me. Stop that. I'll keep your hand to yourself.
1: The second is a quest to raise an army of ghosts to challenge him directly in some kind of huge battle royale, I guess. From what I understand, some yahoo out there is busy rounding people up. I really have no idea how it's going. I usually just hear stuff through grapevine. That approach doesn't really interest me either. Gonna file it under boring as well. Seems a little heavy handed, not to mention too slow.
0: Give me the ring. No, yes you ask. Dude, you suck at whispering. You said you'd give it to me. I changed my mind.
1: The third prong is what Tavros and I are busy with. The aforementioned treasure hunt. The legend says there's some mystical ancient treasure hidden somewhere out here in the furthest ring. I'm assuming it's some kind of weapon. It's said that if you use it or like activate it in some way, he can be defeated forever. The nature of the treasure is pretty vague actually, but the first rule of treasure hunting, which I'm admittedly just making up now, is that it doesn't fucking matter what the treasure is.
0: We had a deal. Quit it. Why are you such a liar? Shut up, I'm keeping it. This is not cool. You're preventing h- joyful human, style merriment men from happening. Yeah, right, like she would ever say yes. I didn't
1: think she was really your girlfriend. I think you made that up. Wow, no, wow, you went there. These three goals are all tied to the same legend which I've uncovered clues about over time. Legendary shit is everywhere out here. I'm seriously up to my ass in legend. Hell, I'd probably even qualify as a legend myself. When it comes to solving a big mystery like this, it doesn't hurt that everywhere we go places are composed of the collective memories of many different adventurers. We've explored ancient crypts, networks of burial mounds, dusty old tombs, giant pyramids, you name it. Hints about the endgame are hidden all over the place. Really, everyone's pretty lucky I died so I could do all the dirty work on this. Let's get real, nobody's better prepared to take on the treasure hunting duties than I am. Unhand the treasure! It's precious to
0: me just like my beautiful girlfriend. You're so full of shit.
1: We're in love together, asshole. And no way you're getting this ring. Fuck you. Not that I'd have it any other way. This just sounds like the best plan to me. Why bother messing around with an army of ghostly dipshits or some shy magic alien when you can go straight for the ultimate weapon? Hell, maybe I'll just walk right up to him, one shot the guy, and knit it all right there. That's how a real pro goes about business. You take any shortcut you find.
0: I'm going to wish so, as super hard as I can that I wake up with this ring. Probably magic. So I bet it makes my wish come true. I doubt that would from I doubt that from happening. If I wish hard enough, he'll make it slightly less impossible. Oh you bastard, you're good. I think someday I'll use that to prove it to my girlfriend. What do you think about that, wise guy? No! Give it to me. It's pathetic. Stop grabbing at me. We're missing what she's saying. She's gonna think we're idiots. Won't you stop?
1: Are you fuckers even listening to me? God damn it. Yes. No, you're not. You're squabbling with Tavros and his loud, shitty whispering about some bullshit. Come on, guys. Am I being that boring? I'm really starting to understand how my ancestor must have felt sometimes. Nobody ever respects an important explanation I've already heard your explanations, though. Why are you still whispering, jackass? Oh, sorry. (sighs) Both of you just keep your damn hands to yourselves, shut up, and let me finish my story. Tavros, bring me the treasure maps.
0: Yes, right away.
1: I can't believe Briska has two boys. This is ridiculous.
0: She's really just keeping Tavros around as bi- as a...
1: Oh, just a worker.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. You amuse me.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Next. Yes, that's it. Dump them all over the floor, about ten feet away from me, just like that. The sloppier the pile and the further away from me, the better. Great job, Tavros. Thank you. <laughs> Next. John, come take a look at this. Those are all treasure maps. Sort of. Probably not like any maps you've seen. Check it out. This ought to help you understand how frustrating this treasure hunt really is.
0: Next. She read him for a map. And it's blank.
1: John, tell me what you see here.
0: Uh, where?
1: Right here. What is this? This thing I'm holding.
0: A black piece of paper.
1: No, John. This is bullshit, is what it is.
0: Oh. Yes, clearly.
1: This is what a map looks like in the furthest ring. This is what all maps look like out here. Turns out plotting the relative geographical features of an infinite black expanse of pure void is very bit as moronic as it sounds, but that didn't stop some ancient eldritch fuck from doing exactly that. For the longest time, this is all we've had to go on when it came to deciphering the clues and figuring out the coordinates of the legendary treasure. Do you have any idea how hard it is to pin down the physical location of something out here? Never mind that the fact that the physical location of the furthest ring is already a malleable concept. Just imagine what it's like giving someone directions. What do you tell them? Proceed in a straight line shaped like a perpetually shifting torus Knot until you come to feel a sense of despair transcending all mortal comprehension, then hang a ride at the next octopus. There's nothing static out here. No landmarks, no points of reference, Nothing. If you want to make any headway in this great big field of fuck-all, someone has got to start wrecking shit.
0: Would that someone be you?
1: <laughs> I wish I had that kind of firepower, but no. Next. You wouldn't believe my luck. You see, someone's recently been doing that dirty work for us. Do you want to know what the kicker is? Mm. Next. Yep.
0: Yep, it is... Now this map has like all the cracks from when reality is breaking.
1: Yeah. So now there's references on it. Yeah. The guy who's been fucking shit up is the big bad himself. Every time he destroys another dream bubble, he does a little more damage to the further string, inexplicably shattering the essence of the all-encompassing nothingness. As the cracks spread across the void, new points of reference show up on our maps. Then we look at the angles and intersections and all the shapes formed by the cracks and compare them to our notes from the various riddles and clues we discovered about the path to the treasure. It's actually a little like how in old times on Alternia, pirates used to navigate by shapes the stars made. Constellations used to have a lot of significance in our culture, not just guiding explorers on their journeys to physical destinations, but guiding them on the choices they made in real life, pretending to fate and all that. Not that humans would really understand anything like that. I actually find the situation to be... Pretty funny. This guy's ego must be astronomical. Classic case of unchecked hubris paving the way for his own downfall. I didn't even need to build a web to trap him. He just went ahead and started building his own. Talk about a lucky break. Friska, I feel like things aren't this simple. Yeah. Yeah. Next. That is pretty neat. Does that mean you know where the treasure is now? No, because the map isn't complete yet needs more cracks so we can plot out the rest of the course. All we're able to do now is head in the right general direction. So ironically, in order to prevent reality from being destroyed, we need to wait for it to be damaged further. In fact, we're better off encouraging it.
0: Encouraging it? You mean like making him mad so he breaks more, uh, nothingness?
1: Yes, but it has to be strategic. We have to somehow lead him in the direction of the places we want him to damage. Specifically, the places where the route dead ends, wherever we need new points of reference to keep going. So that means you have to piss him off, I guess. Not really. He's already pissed off. I think he's just permanently that way? It's more about getting his attention, using the right bait, like going fishing. But to do that, you gotta know what he really wants. Like what motivates him. I mean, besides indiscriminately killing dead children and huge tentacle monsters. I'm...
0: I'm guessing you have an idea what that might be?
1: Sure. The rumor is he's trying to find that dead alien girl I mentioned and kill her ghost for good. If he catches on to the fact that some of us are looking for her too and thinks we're hot on her trail, he'll probably start following us around and wreaking havoc wherever we go. We just have to make sure we're in the right place when he tries to kill us. Oh, and also try not to actually die again while we're at it.
0: (laughs) So, the bait is really you?
1: Sort of. It's actually more like the bogus idea that will lead him to the cherub, because we're looking for her too. Which we're obviously not. There's some manipulation involved.
0: Okay, how do you know he'll go for it? I mean, how will he actually know you're
1: looking for her? That's a pretty good question. I have to admit, I don't have everything quite figured out yet.
0: Yeah.
1: Shh, I'm still talking. But that's
0: never not being the case.
1: Always. Nice sentence, genius. Anyway, like I was saying, I'm hoping my exploits can spread throughout the ring by word of mouth. Tales of my legend, you know? Then once he catches on, he'll come looking for us, and then presumably go apeshit with his rainbow laser breath. Metaphysical cataclysm ensues.
0: That sounds... optimistic? Yeah, exactly. She... this to me... Maybe speak to the danger of having self-esteem that is unreasonably high.
1: (laughs) Oh, shut up. I said it's a work in progress. We might need to make a bigger spectacle of ourselves somehow, get more people involved. I don't know. It does seem like he's more drawn towards greater concentrations of ghosts. There's still plenty of time to figure it out. That one's the thing about being dead. There's always more time. Plus, needless to say, Lady Luck will always be on our side. Next.
0: John with a goofy-ass smile. You dork. Yeah. Well, cool. It's actually a very antsy story, Viska. You're a pretty good storyteller. You think so? Oh, yes. I think so, too. She's gotten much better at stories as a recreational long-term death hobby. Oh, yeah? Sure, we both look for a lesson from our ancestors to improve our souls... Her ancestral awakening has to do with understanding her destiny. To tell a long stories to people and make them listen to all the words, regardless of their interest, by any means necessary. are saying optimal tales, by my understanding, is to change throughout all conceivable details and excessive minutiae until they are exhausted completely. Much like it is a spiritual practice, and extraneous information is treated like the religious words that say over and over until our brain peace happens. That's... the one way of looking at it. I don't know about excessive minutia or brain piece, but I was hanging on every
1: word. Oh, you guys, you're making me blush. I wish I could hang with
0: you longer and maybe even help you with your treasure hunt. I don't know, I'm gonna be- I am gonna. just know I'm gonna wake up soon. Darn, Who even knows how long it'll be before we be- get another bubble. Yeah, well, them's the breaks. <laughs> soon it will be mine. <laughs>
1: Don't mind him John, he's just being weird and tooly again. It was nice to see you and catch up like this. If we don't meet in another dream soon, don't worry. I have a feeling we'll be crossing paths again before this is all over.
0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Let Me Tell You About Homestuck. I'm Ashley.
2: Uh, I'm...
1: <laughs> Why? Why do you change it every time, Ashley? Why do you do this to me? I will to keep you on your toes. <laughs> every fucking week. <laughs> or another day, I guess. That's Molly.
2: And I'm here, too.
0: It's the birthday boy. Oh, yeah. It's the birthday boy, Luke.
2: Yeah. Listen, Uh, I don't have a lot of time to talk. This countdown timer says I only have about four hours left, so... (laughs) Okay, well...
0: (laughs) Is the gem on your hand blinking? Well, Ashley...
2: <laughs> Ashley, why would you go to a Logan's Run reference instead of the Homestuck <laughs> reference I was making? What's Logan's I don't Run? No.
1: <laughs> Can you guys tell me about Logan's Run? I haven't seen it, well... but the basic
2: idea is that when you like, it's a utopia, and part of the way they maintain it is that when you turn like thirty, they kill you.
1: Fuck yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You see, that's the thing now. Like now that's just a straight up utopia. We're right. like, yeah, no. Uh, Agreed.
1: Kill me
3: before
0: Get me I can out of the fucking. Up.
1: Coil. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Welcome to Homestuck.
2: Welcome to Homestuck.
1: Welcome to Homestuck. Um We left off in the middle of the third intermission of <clears throat> Act Six. I'm sorry. It's the th- it's the third
0: intermission. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, it's, no, keep going. I want to hear your whole song. <laughs>
0: it's not that very good. <laughs> <laughs> Boy,
2: that's
0: it. Lost the uh,
2: the beat real quick on uh, your parody.
0: Yeah, no, I'm not real good. I'm not, I'm not the next Weird Al.
1: <laughs> oh, God. No, it has not been very good at all.
2: No. Uh, Pretty it's bad, actually. Strong,
1: though it's yeah, it starts real strong yeah well Uh, i was
0: just more saying myself i i started showing in my remix to ignition oh
1: sure (laughs) (laughs) sure sure. i was just kind of rolling with what you said how did this fucking intermission start
2: uh Uh, it
0: started with the first walk around and we got to see uh dave and rose that was strong
2: yeah we got to see dave bubbles oh god dave bubbles is so good
0: Molly's been talking about how David just made the quickest turnaround into being such a great character. Great. I love
3: it.
1: It was it was out of nowhere. I don't know what happened. <laughs> um, yeah. And then uh, John and Vriska don't give a shit about each other. And I'm yeah. sad.
2: Yeah. Well, they dated and then she got over him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I suppose that's kind of true in a way.
2: And you know he hasn't talked to her in two years, so yeah, whatever. it's been two
1: fucking years. I mean, like I get it. I get. I was telling Ashley, I get it. I'm still sad.
2: <laughs>
1: I think I can have that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Let's see what else. And then we started meeting all these just, just real shitty characters. Just some real
2: shit birds.
1: We met one good character. Her name is Porum. I bet we never see her again.
2: Uh, I'm trying to think if that's true or not.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it might be. Like
1: in a
3: in a meaningful way. I don't think oh, definitely so. Definitely not in a meaningful way.
1: Yeah,
2: she's I, gone. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean there'll probably be a bunch of ghost porums hanging out somewhere in the right. fucking bubble sphere but basically without yeah. it.
2: The, these characters uh, are all going to be background decoration from now on. Great. Great.
1: At least they're not talking. Yeah. At least they're not fucking talking. That's the last thing I want is for any of these characters to talk. <laughs> Let's go talk to some of these characters. <laughs> Great. Let's do it. Uh we are Mina. Yes. Yeah.
0: Who's this asshole? <laughs> Who's this asshole?
1: Uh this uh, is this is Tavros's boy, huh? Yep. Yeah. Oh, his name's
2: Rufio. Uh-huh. Yeah. I Jesus. think earlier
0: he said uh Rufios uh, uh, Tavros said um that, that Rufio, Rufio was, was real. real.
1: Yeah. <sighs> it, okay, let's talk to him. Uh, who should take who in this? Um, I can do Mina.
0: I mean, we, we have a third person now, if he would want to take Rufio. I, I
2: can do Rufio. Yeah.
0: And do you want to take Mina, or I can take Mina?
1: Um, I think none of us have a good Mina. Yeah. I think I could say that. That's true. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't matter, and I can do it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sup, Nitrum.
2: Ah, oh, hey, doll. You are gone a crazy long time. Good to have you back, though. Yo, that bomb stunt you pulled was some crazy sh. <laughs> Thought you were hatching a sweet fiaspawn with that thing, to be honest.
1: Wasn't no thang.
2: Don't sell yourself short. I don't think I could have done that. You're pretty gangster, Pexus.
1: Yeah, I know. Hey, let's stop talking about how badass I am a minute and talk to you. Want to axe you things? Shoot, doll. Those wings. You was hatched with them, right? Or I guess, pupated them when you hit puberty?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm a mutant. Uh, don't tell Cancray I said that. He's my boy, but you know how he's not down with lingo like that. Lingo like, you know, regular words. Ugh. Don't even
1: say it. He'll, like, teleport in our conversation with ghost magic just to shush you.
2: Yeah, he does that to you too, huh? That's some crazy sh-
1: Okay, so you always had wings then? Then I guess you aren't secretly a god tier or- Nah,
2: might have been cool to go full-on rogue. <laughs> maybe you could have given me, like, stealing pointers, what is a thief and all? But nah, I don't think I could have gone through with that. Not intentionally, I mean. What?
3: Why not? I don't know. Killing yourself,
2: that's... That's a heavy thing to do. I'm not like you, Mina. I don't think anyone is. Well, maybe Demara is, kinda. But maybe we shouldn't go into that. (laughs) Uh, Let Unhatched Fetusborn lie, you know? Eh. What I'm saying is, you got game. And I can dig that. But I was never as brave as people always thought. I don't know why they always thought that about me. Maybe it's my wings, or my mohawk, or when I shout bangarang sometimes real loud. Makes it seem like I'm the shit with big self-esteem. Well, my self-esteem is nothing really to crow about. I don't know. All right, so you never
1: got tiered but I still don't get something. Didn't you have a totally fucking stupid robot body at some point am I just imagining that? That whole period of time in our session was real foggy to me. I guess because I was dead for a while there, Maybe I got that Ghost Madness. Could swear he was a metal horse, though.
2: Yeah. Nah, the, the robot body was definitely a thing. I kind of blocked that out of my memory, too. <laughs> that was, uh, that shit was something else, yo. Crazy. I'm sure you remember how all, all that started back when Damar and I were still dating. Rainy Bells? Yeah. Fuckin' Megiddo. Do we
1: really need to rehash that ancient bullshit drama?
2: No, no. <laughs> Just say it is all. It was that whole thing. Anyway, that's when Horace was kinda macking on me, remember? And I wasn't all about to vacillate with him and her, cause I knew how she was. <clears throat> so jealous. So fucking crazy. So, she made me a cripple, remember?
1: Tag that shit, homie. Abaloneism.
2: yeah, I mean, she busted me up. Couldn't move a muscle. <laughs> could still flap my wings well enough. <laughs> really though, I thought it'd be alright just flapping the wings around. I could still fly and just hang there limp. Might have been a dope look. But nah. Or it's not better of it. Built me the robobod, which was pretty tight. Like, literally. Screwed that sh together tight. Dude is good. Lost my wings though, which sucked, and kind of awkward—just having a real guy's head on top of a big metal body and making all those dirt legs move the right way, you know. Trotting is hard work, yo, especially on stairs. Better than being a cripple though—I mean, a quadriplegic. Oops. <laughs> but I guess you don't know what happened after that, since you and Demaro were killing each other and all. Now what? Well, I died. Yeah, but that's like, <laughs> wow, long story. Guess you never heard. I'll tell you some other time, it's this whole crazy thing. But I was dead, right? And Horace kissed me back to life. But just my head, I think? He was probably standing on some mountain, striking a pose like a fucking gangster, Probably fighting a hoof beast with a flaming mane and all. Hope someone painted that sh- instant masterpiece. So yeah. Next you saw me, I had my normal body again. It was cool of him to help me all the ways he has. And yeah, we went out, me and him, a long time after that. Kind of off and on, even after we died, in case you were going to ask. I wasn't. Right. (laughs) Too much information, I guess? Sorry, doll. I always wanted to thank you for standing up for me. You know, when she crippled me. Even though it cost you. That was pure class, Pixis. I'll never forget it.
1: Man, I wouldn't have had to if you could just stand up for yourself sometimes. I mean, being paralyzed, not for standing.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess.
1: You are the only guy in our group who is even ever close to being pretty cool. Everyone else sucks, but you are almost alright. You are always such a pushover, though. Pretty lame, bro. Excuse
0: me, mean, lame is a able. Okay, I'm not gonna fucking do this.
1: Carrie <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <Henry> sucks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah!
1: Oh. <laughs> so that
0: is based on uh, Dante Bosco's typing style. Oh, right, yes.
1: Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, of course, why wouldn't it be, right? Yeah.
0: I think you can find somewhere uh, Andrew uh, Dante Bosco reading all of the lines of that guy
2: Oh that's pretty good Oh boy (laughs) I didn't know that one
1: Uh, Does he have anything else interesting to say? (laughs) I don't think so Eh. (laughs) Yeah okay let's move on Uh, Do we need to be picking up chests or anything? No Okay. I don't think so, right? I don't
2: think I don't remember honestly.
0: Yeah, like I, I think the only time you need chest is uh,
2: to get a the keys in the, the second part. Uh, yeah. there's some puzzle with Demara later to move the thingy. I don't know.
0: Uh, uh you have to like be Horus, but to be Horus, <clears throat> you have to get something from uh Rufio. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, we'll get to it. <clears throat> okay. Uh, but if you head to the right. Yep.
1: Uh there's um, a three-way break here.
0: Yeah. Head to like the bottom right. Okay. And then there's a guy there.
1: Okay. Oh, Horace. Okay. Yep. Um Yeah, I mean we we're gonna talk to Horace. Who who wants to do you guys want to do the thing since you guys were so excited about Horace? <laughs>
2: <laughs> do you want to, Ashley? Uh, I just did a voice. Ah, uh, sure, I'll horse. Alright.
0: Your hardness, I mean heinous. I mean highness, I mean please please, please pardon my ugly uh excrucible language, your unforgiving stammering, your hoarseness shoot, I mean heinous. I have a bale of nerves in your royal presence. It's been so long. And when I'm so spooked, you might know how to cause me to even more firm identify with the majestic hoof beast.
1: Hey, uh Horace, what? What the fuck is that you're prefixing all you're talking with? Oh, this? What, you don't recognize it? No, and it's weirding me out.
0: It's my smiley face, you silly, ugly, superior person. Uh, you? Goggles and all, can't you see? I. guess? It's disturbing as heck to me for whatever reason. Last thing I, I desired to disconcert our prodigal impress. I just thought I'd try to be smiling permanently and uncomprisingly rather than resorting to all those discernible expressions I usually trot out. I can cut on the horse puns too, as you can see.
1: Why the F would you want to do that?
0: It was on Mule and Suggestion, actually. Huh? I guess you must not have heard, should I have developed quite a strong and stable moral allegiance recently.
1: Dang. Disclaimer, less impressed than I sound. That matchup makes no glubbin' sense, dude. Exactly! Well, f- who would have thought? If you
0: asked me before we all die whether I'd consider romantically paragon with a ridiculous mid blood, let alone Lejeune, of all people, I'd probably have died regardless due to laughter induced asphyxiation. I'm gonna go out, go out with a smile! I do you know that it was that I finally cleared the sweat, steam and induced fog from my goggles? It was me, our post sketch counterparts. Ancestors? Or, so says it dress angers? See our corresponding running young alternians when it... Why, to produced a tear-induced flood out of the inside of my goggles. Which naturally I would drain away right through the custom sweat valves. Their relationship, in spite of the strong class disparity, I found it to be so moving, so pure, so it made me consider my perspectives on Mulan entirely. With Hornet's Fleet I've honorably ever given a second thought. It's funny, don't you think? Our young ancestors took to completely different social configuration Making for rather odd pairing, both platonic and otherwise. A whole host of counter to minglings up and down the hemo spectrum with no regard for class compatibility, and yet it all seems to have made a strange amount of sense. Nay, I think i go as far as saying it's oddly rather. titillating? I don't know, perhaps what I mean is some of their Altinian indiscretion for a little bit. I don't know. Naughty? Oh, gooey. That's not what I mean either. of the party moth. Now, you're probably mistaking me for some kind of rascally deviant. My mouth is quite the load gaper today.
1: Matt, why y'all still act like you get a heap of manure about dating down the spectrum? You and Nitrum been a thing for how long now?
0: Yes, but no one was supposed to know about that. It always to be our own private uh, exploration. I had no attendee carrying such a stirrup. I've literally missed such an end before, pun notwithstanding. It was only to be very private fleeing dealings with a boy, but the whole thing became so quickly scandalized, a spur-of-the-moment affair, really. And soon others were whisked into such and you and the vengeful Rushblood, and, well, imagine my embarrassment. Trust me, the last thing I wanted was a royalty as yourself to know I was pursuing forbidden blood. To be caught my hoof in the chocolate jar, so did Nicker. Ew. I suppose I would have clopped my hands the matter after the big kerfuffle, but I guess I didn't expect to fall in love. It, it, True, I'm not ashamed to say it. I fell made over hooves, phantom snout over phantom hindquarters. He, he stole my breath away with but a roguish
1: glance. Wow, Life story alert, do not care.
0: I apologize, your Excellency.
1: Just tell me why palling up with Mew means you have to make that terrible face now. She taught me to get in
0: touch with my anger through a moderately disturbed series of enthusiastic mimes. She's made it clear that it is, such hel- it is much healthier to crush all negative emotion beneath the stampede of posit- positivity. It'll always be cheer for an upbeat no matter what. Even projecting that thought is sometimes physically painful. Such as all times!
1: That is some shit-sauce advice, and you should give it up, Holmes.
0: Yes, very well. Is this better?
1: Much. His,
0: his starting of Moshikan looks like a penis. It's a penis. It's a dick. <laughs> uh, I think we may have to do the other conversation just to get the thing I'm thinking of.
1: He's not insufferable like everyone else. <laughs>
2: I'll give you that.
0: I, Luke, do you know what I'm talking about?
2: I. Oh, yes, I do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Which What's one? let to join. Okay. Especially your superlative magnacy. I don't think that'd be advisable.
1: Whoa, shocker of the century.
0: Of course, I will be your... I will if you order me to without hesitation. The lately I've been attempting to canter down a trail of non-violence. I've been saddled for so long now with the anger and hostility, and now my focus on solving problems in ways that to involve confrontation or Physical strength! Uh, soon I may be able to say strength without shouting. Technology can solve so many problems. For instance, do you have any ideas how much energy is stored in sweat which may be released through its steam? Do you have any clue as to the might of a quadruple automaton powered by raging currents of steam coursing through its exquisite horizontal torso and finally jetting through a perfect pair of metal nostrils? I could build as many as you like, my impress.
1: Uh, no thank you. I will pass on taking an army of snorting horse bots with me, unless you build those suckers out of gold. So, that's all you do is build stupid shit that runs on your sweat now? Cause I could really use a guy with muscle. I don't know if you've seen the skull dude, but he is ripped. Kinda hot, actually.
0: Oh no, that's far away my only preoccupation. I have also taken some time to perfect the art of humor. Would you like to hear a joke?
1: Oh no. Fine.
0: Horse trots into a thirst shanty, his muscular shoulders slouched, his noble head hanging low. The Dairy Jerk observes that the great beast has cleared his pond and asks, Why the
1: long face? Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> 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 the emotion con gets super long.
1: Zaha, <laughs> uh, uh, it! I am royally ordering you to stop doing that face forever.
0: That once, my lady. <laughs> That's trooping. <laughs> My firmly perky visage withdraws while my furly erect crosser shivels at your regal disapproval. <laughs> I shall hit first and in, in my customary manner as such. Respect. God oh, wasn't in that one either, but that was that was pretty
1: good stupid. <laughs> that was okay.
2: Yeah. Is it if we be horse? Maybe, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember when you get uh, it though.
0: Uh, or then we can head down to the left.
1: Uh, are we being Horus, or just heading down to the left?
2: Uh, you're not allowed to yet. He says, bring me a horse and I'll be yours forever. God. Okay.
1: Okay. Uh, are we going downstairs?
2: Yeah, let's go downstairs. Oh, it's a, it's a Megiddo. Yeah, should I yeah. look up the translation guide, Ashley?
1: Uh, I got
0: it. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, I'll link it in the chat. Let's talk to tomorrow. Okay. Who wants to be tomorrow? You want to, Luke, or should Um,
2: I? I better not.
1: (laughs) That's actually a pretty good point, yes. Oh, I'm scared now. (laughs) (laughs) It's fun. I'm
0: sure.
1: You good? I'm good. So, Megiddo, here we are again. I guess. Mm. Please tell me this reunion is as awkward for you as it is for me.
4: Mm.
1: Not gonna say nothin', huh? Just gonna stand there and leave me wiggling on the hook during this frosty silence. Come on, you nutty bitch. At least do something to break the ice.
0: <laughs> mm. <laughs> Double fingers.
1: Thank you. Hey, you didn't by any chance kidnap Nitrum's loosest, did you? Or steal all his dorky fuduspin loot? I thought we were past this. Don't tell me you're still tormenting the guy even after eternity. Oh. he <laughs> duo fork,
0: fuck yourself twice.
1: What to myself twice? With double what exactly? God damn, your weird accent is thick as ever.
0: It is not thick enough to give sexual pleasure to you. Will you continue boring me with your words, or will you take off my clothes? I want to feel my nipples between your teeth.
1: What? did you just tell me to bite something or screw it I give up language barrier be a fucking mother glubber (laughs)
3: uh huh uh huh
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh boy yeah yeah how about that one great 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 Great. love love
1: it (sighs) let's not talk to her again I'm going to walk away. I don't know where. Away from here. I forgot what you had to do next.
2: Oh, I think if uh, you go to the right, you get some fetus spawn eggs. Maybe we can give those to uh, Rufio. Uh,
1: which? The chest right to the right, 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 at the right of at the bottom. Okay.
2: Let's get those.
1: Fetus spawn eggs. Uh, you can go use these on the host plush back there.
2: Oh, okay. Let's do that then.
1: Okay, let's do that. Oh, then that'll okay, yes. Adventure games. Oh, there's this ugly dog. <laughs> it's Horseroni. Horse a pony. Oh, excuse please. me.
2: Excuse me. Let's a- take
1: pony to the Horus. Yeah. Let's give pony to the horse. Yeah. <laughs> you did it. You
0: brought me a fine young stallion. What a beautiful gesture of friendship. So fucking happy you have no idea look so happy I've become loose with foul language forgot I wasn't supposed to make that face anymore you're of course free to be me whenever you wish my lady
1: be Horus yeah okay
2: okay so then I think you talk to Rufio with Horus does that sound right to you
4: yeah
1: okay
2: we can do that talk to Rufio Hey man, oh, <laughs> still making that face, I see.
0: Yes, I really enjoy making this face, it really helps remind me through persistent facial discovery that appearing to be happy should always be one top priority. Why, you don't find it displeasing, do you?
2: Uh, no, it's uh, yeah, it, it's alright Horace, it looks really, uh, something else.
3: Wow.
0: Where really, I could stop making this face, Mina recently ordered me to stop making it in her presence, and I of course instantly complied. I would just as readily do the same for someone as important to me as you.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh that, that's cool, but yeah, yeah, that, that's fine. Really, I can dig the look, I guess. Just do whatever you're feeling with it. Except maybe pointing it at me so much. Your
0: affable malleability continues to be the finest quality is a jewel in your mohawk, a true diamond in the rough. You always were the ideal embodiment of your aspect, as pleasantly wayward and fickle as the breeze itself.
2: Yeah, uh... Thanks. I should probably try to work on that, though. Of course. You always try to
0: hone our craft. You pound at the iron to make the shoe a perfect shape. I know, well, how much it takes. How much work it takes.
2: No, but I didn't mean, like, be more like that. I mean, uh, uh, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead.
0: My path was simply governed by my aspect. For the longest time, I felt as if it was a blank sheet of paper. Like I had to make my myself out of nothing and so I began to listen closely to the void within myself and crowd the personal attributes I heard calling to me much like assembling a a complex machine I began to piece together a strong identity which of course includes discovering a passion for mechanics itself and need to say what also galloped out of my void into my soul was the realization that it was obviously a noble, noble hoof beast though my physical appearance cruelly betrays this fact
2: Hey, uh, Horace, I think we need to talk. I mean, wh- when you get a minute.
0: And in following sweeps, I would have kept turning my mechanic-argumented cute equine ears back to the abyss within, and continue to discover more about myself. I learned that as was more complicated than I ever imagined, more complicated than any mortal mind could understand a person to be. Knowing myself to be Hoof Beast Cannon was only great in on the service of the pasture, merely skimming the cream from the top of the milk. I was so much more.
2: I think maybe we should like uh, see other.
0: <sighs> it turns out my body was really the host of an highly intricate system of ideas of any sort you could name—biological or mechanical, sentient or non-existent, or non-sentient, physical or metaphysical—minor fields of experience shared by the souls of ancient legendary musclebeasts brain devices such as high fold appliances, a number of cosmological features such as planets, star systems, even several universes, and a variety of abstract concepts which sentient beings have not yet formed the language to express.
2: Like, don't get me wrong, we had some good times together. It's been great, really, but maybe it's time to, uh, I don't know.
0: As much as I learned about myself, I'd never find a way to become whole. The void was never felt until you came along, Rufio.
2: Wow, man, that's. Wow.
0: The same lesson I would like people to take from my story it is a lesson that is is a multiple system consisting of two distinct lessons. First is how love heals all wounds, even ones consisting of the infinite essence of void permeating your entire existence and role as a legendary hero. The second is how if you are faced with a crisis of identity whatsoever, it's really important to do your best to manufacture esoteric features to. You your personality and believe in them very strongly, and tell people about these things as frequently as possible. I can assure you right now that the labor involved in smithing my personality into one that is interesting and complicated was rather intensive. I really worked up a good sweat in the process. Christ. (laughs) That's the sweat dripping from my face.
2: (laughs) Hey, yo, that's some freaky shit, dog.
0: Anyway, I apologize for talking so much. You know you have a way of drawing the breath out of people. What are you trying to tell me?
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, never mind. Oh,
3: that was so, useless. I guess that,
0: <laughs> that was useless. But at least we got that joke. Yeah. I think we have to talk to Demara, and then she is the one that opens up the next part. That
1: sounds right. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so he's just an otherkin goof? Uh-huh yeah yeah okay <laughs> uh talk to Damara
2: yeah who's gonna be Damara uh, uh
0: I can be Damara if you want and...
2: okay Molly do... this
0: is a very quick conversation I'll just
2: say Molly do you want to be Horace or would you like me to be go ahead and be Horace alrighty
3: righty. <laughs> Oh, hello, Damara. I heard you were having a mechanical issue with your chest over there. Mind if I take a look?
0: You can view my chest at any time. I
3: think you said yes? Sorry, I really struggle with your coarse, low blood accent.
0: Please pour milk on top of my boobs.
3: I didn't quite understand that either. Something about milk served to you in a particular way? Yes. If you would like some milk, I can bring you some later. I'll just need to equip my steam-powered de-strengthening gloves to do that, so that I may hand you the glass without shattering it.
0: No, please do not wear gloves. I got get rough. Crush my body, horseman.
3: I really need to finish my universal translation device so we can have a more coherent conversation. It's just so difficult to get the circuitry to function correctly when one insists on relying on steam power. You... Please make
0: sure that my generals ghostly have a sexual climax. You must do with your phantom horse peanuts. You want me to
3: bring your what to what exactly with my what?
0: Rub your sweaty face on my bare bottom.
3: Uh, I.
0: sure? I'm your schoolgirl. You can reduce my clothes to shreds. You need to please me. Please use your horn. Do
3: what with your schoolgirl uniform? I wouldn't want to do anything to ruin it. It's quite nice. But perhaps I could craft a robotic avatar for you, emulating your fashion choices. Actually, if I did that, I could install more sensible speech algorithms so that I could understand you for a change.
0: Be quiet. Fuck me in silence. Um... <clears throat> Go into my body, or I will destroy
3: you. Demara, forgive me if I'm leaping to conclusions, but... Has yeah, the nature of your cryptic remarks been leading, well, a little blue? there <sighs>
0: Oh, yeah, you just go up to his thing and open it, uh, that's well.
2: it. Well, <laughs> oh. <laughs> whoops.
1: Great. Yeah. Let's open uh, that.
0: Let's open it, and it's uh, Tinker Bowl. Poor little guy's grafting for breath. Who could have locked him in here? Who could be so cruel? You glance at Demora especially. She doesn't bother looking takes another drag.
1: What a shitty character! <laughs> yeah! Yikes, yeah.
0: guys!
3: Yikes. 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 Yikes, yikes, yikes. Jesus.
0: Give Rufio his Lucis. Uh, But we
1: have to go talk to Rufio Let's again. go talk to Rufio. Give Rufio his Lucis. Uh, I guess I'll take Rufio. Okay. Oh, shit! You found him! Thank you so much! I was so worried, but now he's back, and so are my happy thoughts! Got all kinds of confidence now. (laughs) You wanna be me? My self-esteem could totally accommodate that, yo! Yeah, let's be Rufio. Okay. I guess. Uh Uh-oh. What?
0: I have positioned horse in a way.
1: Yeah, we can't go left.
0: Uh, just be horse again, and then move horse around Rufio. <laughs> I'm gonna put
1: him up in the corner there. Yeah, just.
0: And then I think we have to go down to the bubble on the right where Damara is. Okay. Oh yeah, no, we have to be Damara. God damn it! I hate this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, how do we be Damara?
0: We just go up to... Oh, okay, there's no conversation. Oh, we thank just God. beat Amara. Okay. Think.
1: Uh, remove Quartz Glacier?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, great. It's just gone.
0: Uh, and then we can be Mina again.
1: Okay. Let's go get Mina. Then we can move on. God bless.
0: Hell yeah. Uh, and then also there's a, uh, treasure chest that has, like, a text file of... All, um... Of Damara's speech, so people translated it.
1: Ah. Okay, I'm moving on to the right. Yep. Oh. It's a lab. Yeah.
0: Uh... Well, this is a dream bubble that's going through, uh... Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and it's, uh... Kanaya and
1: Porum. Alright, let's listen in.
0: Uh, do you want to be Kanaya or Porum?
1: I'll do Kanaya. Uh,
0: seems we have company guess we should wrap this up. I'm very happy you came to see me. I hope you'll bear in mind what I said.
1: Yes, I surely will. And I'm happy too. About... Yes.
0: You have important work ahead of you. The legacy of our race is in your hands. I know you'll make me proud.
1: Okay. Thank you. Aw. Us. Uh, yeah. They talked. I'm glad they talked. I'm glad Kanaya figured yeah. it out.
0: And also, Kanaya is no longer glowing.
1: Oh,
3: that's true.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Did I miss the horse dick? No, we, we didn't have to do the horse dick. Oh, okay.
0: Uh, we just... You just uh, be Horace. You then talk to Rufio. then be Rufio, you beat Damara. Gotcha. And then Damara gets rid of the bubble. The... Does like the whole dream bubble thing. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And then you just be Mina
1: and move on. Fair enough. You may have to catch up.
2: Yeah, that's fine.
1: Should we wait a sec? Uh.
3: No, I'll catch up. Keep going.
1: Okay, uh, uh, let's examine this door, I guess? Wait, something different about this door.
0: You think it might be a real door? It's not someone's memory, like the rest of this place is. The must be physically passing through the dream bubble again. You'd love to get in here and super out somehow, but the door is password protected. There's gonna be someone out here who knows the password.
1: Uh, Kanaya would, I guess. Wait, is, is this a real door? It's just. Mm. <laughs> 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 uh. <sighs> now, I could unlock it if it was a fake door.
2: If it was a dream door. If it was a
1: nerf door. Okay, but well, what about if oh, it's, like a,
2: a, it's like a real door now?
1: Uh.
0: <sighs> <Yeah. sighs> ah, yikes. It had to be a real door.
1: It had to be a real door. $200. Uh.
0: That's my favorite part of that, is that like the the ending of that is so shitty. (laughs) (laughs) We can ask Kaniah for the password. Yeah, let's ask
1: Kanaya for the password. Uh, I'll be Mina. Okay.
0: Ah, Snapfish. It's Popo Marigams and Miriam Lookalike Kid. What are you ladies glowing about over here?
1: Nothing. I was just leaving.
0: Oh, yeah, where to? Back into the meteor, right? Because that's where you're m- that's where I'm headed. Can't get through the door, though. Can I get your password?
1: Pardon me? No. Come on. Mina, what are you doing? Don't hassle her for private information. It's rude.
0: Come on. I'm being nice about it.
1: Are you actually... Fucking
0: smiling, aren't I?
1: Well, I was going in there anyway. I won't give you my password, but you can follow me, I guess. But you can only remain as long as I am escorting you. The fuck? Why? Because I don't trust you.
0: Oh man. I'm cool. You should why the fuck up and start thinking I'm cool.
1: You're right. With a sales pitch like that. I would have to cave be an imbecile not to crave your company. Human sarcasm.
0: What do you got against me, Mariam clone?
1: I think you're probably a sociopath. I've given enough of my time to such characters in the past.
0: You got me all wrong, girl. I got you to make you my friend, Mariam the Sequel.
1: My name is Kanaya.
0: All right, I, I, Kanaya. it is. Someday I'll come up with a good fish pun way of saying that. That's how you know our shit'll be tight. Uh. <laughs> Just lead the way, I'll be behave, I'll be well behaved and win you over.
1: You'll see. Be Kanaya? Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Finally my dreams have come <laughs> true. <laughs>
1: Perfect. Alright, let's enter the password. Let's go inside. And go inside. All right.
3: On oh, uh, the meteor,
1: Up or left? Um, I honestly... Up
0: it I is. Od- <laughs> nope, it was to the left. Damn it, left it is. We'll cut that together, it'll be good. <laughs> Keep heading to the left, and there's like a uh, carpet.
1: Okay, I see carpet. Head up the carpet. Oh, Rose is here. Rose is here. Aunt oh, and Dave. Dave. Is here. You want to talk to you first? Uh, let's talk to Rose. What happened? What?
0: You're not glowing anymore.
1: Oh right. I became so absorbed in a conversation with my ancestor, I already forgot she taught me how to switch off.
0: Oh, so you did talk to her?
1: Yes. That's great. How did it go? Very well. She is very nice and, as a person, is as impressive as I was imagining her to be. But not nearly as intimidating, really.
0: I knew you wouldn't regret if you got up the nerve to talk to her. What did she say besides a few vampire-to-vampire skin-dimming pointers?
1: Many things. Primarily encouraging me to pursue my prior obligation to my people. Oh? She said she used to issue her role rather vehemently. The duties of our cast were quite limiting in both worlds it seems, so she renounced them completely and wanted a different life. But she also said something to the effect that she found that it wasn't really necessary to reject that role completely, and the same is true for me. As long as I know within that I am free, and if my decision is to embrace my path, then it can be a source of strength.
0: Then you want to try to restore your race again. I'm gonna think you'd lost hope in that possibility.
1: It's true, there's no orb anymore. She said it may be very difficult. But there's no hope if I don't try. That's true. I don't know how I'm going to do it yet. But such is the nature of adventures. You can't be scared of adventures. I think I'm excited about it now.
0: I can tell. We can work on it together when we arrive. Maybe the session we're about to explore will offer more- some answers.
1: I hope so. Hey.
0: You aren't permanently deglowed now, are
1: you? Oh, no. I can flip it back on. See? Turns out it's just... a silly biological parlor trick.
0: Oh good. You had me worried there for a moment.
1: Sorry. I know how you enjoy a good source of light.
0: Light is one of my favorite things. Please don't take these as fighting words, but my aspect is simply the best there is.
3: Oh, they're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love them. They're so cute.
0: <laughs> um, let's talk to Dave.
1: All right, let's talk to Dave. Do you want to be Dave or... I kind of want to be Dave. <laughs> I know. Listen, I know. Wow. wow.
0: <laughs> what a
1: flip. What? I told you. <laughs> Sup? Wait, what's going on? Is the meteor passing through another dream bubble?
0: Yes. Hence the ghost who is following me.
1: Oh. Hey.
0: hmm
1: What, you don't talk now? You were pretty spunky before. What happened?
0: She is exhibiting her best behavior while on tour. She's actually
1: done very well so far. Ok, whatever. So what are we just not even bothering to care anymore when we pass through dream bubbles now? Like, no warning or alert or getting to our facetious battle stations or anything? Yeah, uh, who cares actually. I probably won't even leave the room this time. Getting a little bored of ghosts actually. No offense, sea troll.
0: Hornless dirt scraper. Shoo. Uh so, what were you just mumbling over here before I interrupted you?
1: Oh, just some raps. Been working on my raps. You've heard my raps, right? Wanna hear some raps? Uh... Wait, you know what rap is? It's this fly human tradition where you drop a beat and talk hard. If the flow checks out and your rhymes are dope enough, then the police start holstering their guns. They can't help it, it's like reflexive. That's how you know you're doing it right. I
0: know what your raps are. They're basically the same as the ancient art form of Altunian slam poetry. But more primitive and generally involving less lyrics about towering muscular livestock.
1: Slam poetry? Why didn't you tell me about this?
0: I don't even know. I don't know. I don't even really have much interest in the subject.
1: Yeah, but it should have come up. Wait, now I think about it. I remember some weird troll was rapping at me once. Well, there you go. But I mean, we could have been talking about rap all this time. You and me, I mean. It would have come up, I think, if we talk more. Can I? we should talk more. We don't really talk enough. Like, really, just get down to fucking business. Just the two of us. All conversationally and such. Uh. Really, like, flesh out this dynamic. See what's there. We goddamn will squeeze blood from this stone. This awkwardly quiet ghost troll is my witness.
0: If you are successful in extracting blood from the geological material in question, can I have it?
1: Oh man. Kind of semi-self-depreciating vampire jokes. This is a good start. I like it.
0: I don't know how sincere you're being, Dave. Probably only somewhat since the rule is that everything has to be at least partially a joke, right?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: But if you actually want to converse and exchange views on our respective culture, then okay, I guess. That's fine. I might be able to dig up some classic text by some famous slam poets.
1: Oh man, yes! That would be so fucking perfect! Okay, I will see what I can do. You'll have to read the troll gibberish to me. It'll be just like story time with Carcat, Kanaya edition. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But you'll have to rap the words. Oh. Pump up the bass and slaughter the mic. I want to goddamn feel that slam poetry. Is it
0: too late to back out of this? Yes. <laughs> God damn, so yes. good. <laughs> love him. <sighs> hey, guy, we don't talk enough.
1: Can <laughs> I? We really need to get to know each other. You're dating my sister.
0: Also, I just love. <laughs> okay, I'm just working on the raps. You know my raps. Have you heard about my raps? We should talk about my raps. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I uh, it, it's more of an Act Five thing, but I love that the only uh, view into each other's cultures that all the kids and trolls have are what like sarcastic thirteen year olds <laughs> yeah, have yeah. to say about it. Like, like they don't understand anything about Earth, and that's because the only person that <laughs> yeah, will tell them yeah, anything right. about it is Dave. Ha! <laughs> huh. yeah. Like Rose is like,
0: no, I'm doing important shit. So like Dave's like, yeah, I'll talk about Earth.
1: Yeah, what do you want to know about president
0: Raps? Right. Yeah, I'll tell you all about Raps. <laughs> or the line about the police just unholstered their guns.
1: <laughs> <What>? It's reflexive.
0: <laughs> um, uh, I think if we right? head up.
1: Yeah. Um, down or left? Yeah, down, left uh, is head addressed. down, and
0: then like head up. And there's a place up top.
1: I got a can of Earth tab.
0: Way to go. Great. Way to go. Uh, but...
2: <laughs> yeah. most sugary drink <laughs> in the universe. Just a nutrition label.
1: Fuck. Uh, up, you said? Yeah. Okay.
0: Like, up till you get, like, a new room.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, Carcat.
0: Uh, and, uh, it's Carcat snoozing.
1: On a pile of horns.
0: hmm Huh? It's your newly recruited grand executioner. Looks like he hasn't woken up from the same nap he was having last time you talked to him. That guy must be re- have been really tired. Why is he sleeping this massive pile of horns? That can't be too comfortable. Maybe she'll wake him up. And as long as he's awake, might as well see if he's ready to pack his bags and head off to war. Hold on. Miriam is eyeing you suspiciously. She isn't onto your plan, is she? How could she know? This girl is really cramping your style let will try to shake her loose, but as a rainbow drinker, she seems to have an absolute insane fastness attribute.
1: Whatever you're thinking, don't even try it.
0: What? I wasn't thinking nothing.
1: Let's keep moving.
0: Now let's go back and let's be Rose.
1: Okay. Let's be Rose.
0: Let's be Rose. We're Rose. Be
1: Rose. Hey, Be
0: Rose. Alright, we're Rose. My other dream fulfilled.
4: (laughs) Damn, two and one. (laughs) It's Luke's birthday, you know.
2: Oh, I know. Uh, I don't know if I can follow you on this journey because Mina slipped on the stairs and I can't get past her.
1: Sorry. (laughs) Yep. Go on without Um. me. Talk to Dave, I guess? No, uh, well, we can talk to Dave, I guess, yeah. Or, no, what do you want to do? Well, let's talk to Dave. Alright.
0: We don't get enough good brother-sister conversations.
1: Right. Except for when John's being really shitty and Jade's trying to calm him down now.
2: Let's oh, talk to Dave. man.
1: <laughs> What's up with a fish-punk troll following Kanaya
0: around? Seems she's passing through. Kanaya doesn't want her to Cause trouble?
1: Cause trouble? What the fuck could she even do here? Like, kick over an old pile of garbage and cause a property value to fall down even lower than jack shit? I say let her go nuts.
0: Free? F- feel free to take it up with Kanaya. But if you authorize her to flip a bitch, you must. you make sure she's nowhere near my chemistry table.
1: Yeah, can't be dropping your vials and shit all over the floor. Only one who's got clearance to drop science is me. Dork. Don't even hate. Been short at my motherfucking craft over here.
0: I know. I've been in the same room right over there, listening to you mumble lyrics to yourself for the last couple hours.
1: Rose, you know what sucks?
0: Yes. To which sucky thing are you referring?
1: Kinda just occurred to me while I was spitting ill verse to no end. I got this weird feeling I might be getting, like, a little dated? Is this about Terezi? What? No, 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 no. Don't be disingenuous, word girl. You know what I'm saying. I mean, sort of passe. Like a lumber and pop reference dinosaur. Remember we were both kind of stuck in 2009? So I'm like pop culturally frozen in that period. All my references feel like they might be getting a little stale. Even though the earth ended and all, there's no culture after that point anyway. But still, I can feel it. Like in my bones. I just know on some hypothetical earth that kept going, my shit is starting to get so lame. And I know it doesn't matter because it's just us here, so who cares? But I care. It's just a matter of integrity. I'm a fucking artist. Like, I think if I make one more rap about, like, some fucking Dane Cook movie from 2008 to piss car cut off or some tired bullshit like that, I'm gonna, I am going to, I don't know. I'll just start feeling like a fraud. My game might be dying up, bros. But it's not my fault, like I'm totally hostage to this freeze-dried backlog of cultural garbage that can never move forward again. So I have to pick through it like I'm looting through a fucking tomb while still trying to app rap sassy. Like, yeah, I'll take that, motherfuckers. Of the past. on your mass grave somewhere in a dead frog averse. I'd be representing some goddamn standards about your media, do you feel me? I'm depressing myself here. All I'm saying is it would be cool if we had some fresh shit to work with, like just to know, to know what the world would be around in the year it would be for us now, which would be 2011, I guess. Wow, 2011, really? Damn. I just want to know what would have happened. There's so much shit we were primed for. It was going to be exciting, like Barack Obama just turned president. Remember that? We never got to see if he fixed the economy. Remember how we were dying to see if he fixed the economy? You were asking about me every damn day. Just joking. Nobody gave a shit about that. (laughs) But like, I never got to check out the next batch of Steeler jams. See how bad I can mock them. Never got to find out how the Midnight Crew adventure ended. If ever. Rose. Rose. What the fuck, man? Why'd you go back to your bottles and shit? I was right in the thick of hella elocution. Don't give me that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I do actually want you to come back over here. I'm waiting. Fine, <laughs> here I am. Wow, was not so hard. This is what civilized people do, Rose. They fucking talk to each other, like, actually in each other's fucking vicinities.
0: You just have a tendency to go on for a while. I assume we progress to the traditional mumbling monologue stage of Striderian discourse.
1: No, that's not even a thing. I was actually, like, trying to get you take.
0: Take on what?
1: I don't even know. I bet John would have stuff to say. He's probably going through the same fucking caveman from 2009 syndrome as me. Actually, what am I saying? The dude's a caveman from 1997. (laughs) Like, he didn't even give a shit as long as he got his cage DVDs. (laughs) Oh, I saw him the other night. What?
0: In a dream. It was very brief, only a few minutes. I waved him and then woke up. Whoa, what was he doing? He was fighting Jack. Actually, he was doing quite well.
1: Oh, man. You have to tell me about this.
0: I will. Later, though. I'd like to get back to work.
1: Okay, when? Tonight?
0: I have plans tonight. How about tomorrow? Plans? What
1: plans? Just some plans. Can I come? No. Fuck! Fine. Tomorrow, then. Maybe I'll just dream of my own, John, tonight, and we'll have an awesome time without you. What do you think about that? Hmm... F you.
3: Oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh. <gasps>
1: fuck. Just wanted your take on the economy.
0: Yes. <laughs> oh,
2: fuck.
1: Okay,
0: but we're going to head up back to that room with Carcat in it.
2: Okay. Yeah, Got I it. made my way up here, so.
0: Excellent. Okay. Well, if we head inside. Oh someone in here.
1: There's a Gamzee in here.
0: Let's talk to Gamzee. Uh, Luke, you said you made it here? Yeah, I can be Gamzee. Okay. Yeah, thanks. You better not let Kanaya find you in here. She still hates you, you know. And not in that way. I think she still truly would like to kill you.
3: Yeah, I all up and motherfucking know that already.
0: I've wondered... Does it even get you does it confusing trying to differentiate between platonic malicious intent and gestures of black romance?
2: No. Like I'd even give a day glow chainsaw bitch like that on my time of day up in any quadrant. Besides, already got my black rom on with another motherfucker. Been dating somebody in the motherfucking shadows, getting pretty nasty between us i experiencing the shit out of the dark miracle called hate bliss.
0: Wait, really? Who? Honk. Carcat. No. Dave. No. Not the mayor. No. Wait. Terezi?
3: Honk. Are you serious? Do I motherfucking look like I'd motherfucking joke around with a motherfucker?
0: I. I can't even parse their relationship as
2: something meaningful. What? It's simple, motherfucker. She all gets on her hate of me quite understandably, seeing as to what a vile piece of clown ass trash I'm all is, but doesn't quite hate me enough to want to kill me.
0: This is a really startling revelation, I must say. It's a game changer.
2: Hey! Please don't all tell at this noise to anyone. If Cockhead motherfucking knew on this, he actually would want to kill me.
0: Yes, I can see the dilemma you're in. Your social damage really begins to get complicated once the cartons start to fill up, don't they?
2: Motherfuck yeah, they motherfucking do.
0: Don't worry. Your secret's safe with me. Uh, shoot. back into the ventilation system with you before you're spotted.
2: Hmm. That's no good. Probably not. We Probably not. We should have
1: killed Gamzee way back when.
2: Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: Kaya, yes. yes. <laughs> you had a free shot. Oh well.
0: Uh, well let's be. Let's go back to the. I don't, know, I don't know if there's a different thing with, between Rose and Kanaya if you talk to Kanaya as Rose. I think there is. Okay, let's... you want to talk to Kanaya? Okay.
1: Then we'll move on. Yeah, talk to Kanaya.
2: Yeah, because I, I think there are unique conversations for every permutation of two people here, but fuck that.
1: Yeah, also, that would take I forever. Also, I just want to say
0: in that Rose and Dave conversation, just, I... My favorite thing about Dave on the meteor is just him, like, because what he would do in chat is just talk constantly, and then someone would leave, and then someone would come back. Right. But he just has taken it into, like, the physical plane now.
2: Right, yeah. yeah. Almost as if Dave didn't really get a lot of face-to-face interaction with people until now. Yeah. Yeah,
0: weird. Uh, and then also, yeah, like, just Rose going back to, like, her science set. Like, hey, yeah. come back here. <laughs> <laughs> God. Also, apparently Rose has plans On a meteor
1: I mean yeah she's got a date with her girlfriend <laughs> Yeah Not
0: to Not to harp on the issue but Now they can switch on and off So to speak How often do you think you'll resort to phosphoref- Phosphoreference
1: I don't know What do you think Well which state is more comfortable I could go either way I'll probably switch on if I'm walking through a dark corridor. Now that I think about it, it's been a long time since I could even be in the dark. Maybe I'll leave it off for a while, refamiliarize myself with the experience of non-illumination.
0: Makes sense. Was that a biological feature common to other trolls? Um. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm really pestering you about this, aren't I? We've never talked about it, but I... I guess I was trying to be polite, but I've been really curious about it.
1: No, that's okay. I'm told it's a trait confined to those of my cast. They tended to spend a lot of time in the brooding caverns, where a convenient source of light was often handy. That part of it makes sense to me, but I have no idea what the evolutionary purpose was for the sort of thirst which accompanies this perk. Strikes me as an odd liability, but what do I know?
0: Maybe to frighten predators away from innocent grubs?
1: Maybe. Or perhaps it was a measured defect imposed on us to keep the auxiliaratrices on a short leash.
0: I'll agree with that assessment on the grounds that I've always been a sucker for a good conspiracy theory.
1: The condition was often glamorized in certain works of literature, but there's really nothing that great about it. Not nearly as useful as other abilities, like the psychic gifts which some low buds are predisposed to. Though I guess it's pretty useful if you want to keep the plans you made after someone punches a hole through your gut.
0: I can see how that presents a whole world of convenience. Speaking of plans, doing anything later?
1: Not really.
0: I'm working on some stuff right now, but later, maybe once you're finished escorting your guest around, would you like to do something?
1: Sure. Anything in particular that you have in mind?
0: Not really. Just to hang out if you're up for it.
1: Yeah, that sounds okay.
0: Holy mackerel, get a fucking room.
1: (laughs) 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 They're going on a date. Aww. They're so cute. Rose really Uh, likes the light. Yep. Yeah. It's adorable actually. (laughs) Uh, let's be uh Kanaya. Okay, let's be Kanaya. Are we going back to that same room? No,
0: we're heading to the left. Oh. We'll head down into like the left.
1: Down into the left, okay. And we're just
0: gonna move on. You can actually skip all of this.
1: Yeah, yeah. probably.
0: But why would you wanna do that? If, if you wanna see the kids, all and all that.
1: Yeah, these are the characters I like, so <laughs> Yeah. Uh left, loading. Oh, I'm just Mina again? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now she's out of the meteor, so...
1: Oh, okay. There's Arania. Uh,
0: there is a way to get here as, uh, Damara. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, and instead of, um, Arania there, it's Andrew Hussey, and he talks to you about the creation of all the characters. Oh, that's neat.
1: Well, yeah.
0: The ancestors, in particular. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... The, my personal favorite one is the one about Rufio, because it's just an open letter to da- Dante Bosco. Yes. <laughs> he's like, hey, man, like I'm sorry I had to go through this, read this comic, and like halfway through I'm kissing you. <laughs> and he's like, probably half the people who are reading this don't know what the fuck's going on, but what else is new. Right. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I don't know if you mentioned this to Molly, but for a while, once he found out that Dante Vasquez was reading the comic, he changed the banner ad at the top of the page to just say, hello, Dante. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucked up. Yep. (laughs) Uh, I think my favorite one where he's talking about that is uh, Mina, because he just says, yeah, Faferi kind of sucked, so I thought the Pisces people deserved a better troll. Damn. True true though.
1: Yeah, true. Fairy's nothing. Right. She's just kind of Jade, but less Yeah, but less good. Wait, you couldn't give Aquarius someone? Yeah, you couldn't give Aquarius couldn't anything, give... huh? <laughs> just Just dropped their asses on the ground and just walked away. Yep. Yeah. You see, that's how like
2: you Double down
1: two, You two got two good
0: trolls and all and my ships are all great. That's
2: that yeah. was the oh,
1: is that trade-off here. Yep. Uh, oh well. Okay. Where are we going? Left. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. I left. think uh, is it left or di- oh yeah, it is left. That
1: brick on the ground is another area.
2: Yeah.
1: Or wood or planks. I don't know. Sure. Uh, going left. There's a chest here. Broken eight ball. Okay. Yeah. You toss it in the bushes.
2: Great. I think if you go down right from the entrance that's oh yeah i found it okay yeah okay
1: and left and on this thing and then down down I don't know if this thing
0: down but oh
1: there's hussy yeah oh,
0: wait yeah so let me get to Hussey. yeah let's talk to hussy okay Oh, it's you.
1: Scram, kid! Hey, Orange Dude.
0: Tell me your deal already. I said get lost for fairy. Do not fuck with me. Who fairy? Alright, I see what's going on here. You clearly develop feelings for me. I understand. I led you on. Remember when I said- Remember when I said bring me a horse and I'm yours forever? Total lie. Sorry, but my heart is still set on Vriska. Uh, oh, wait, shit. What? (laughs) I skipped two, I skipped, like, one sentence,
1: like, one sentence early. Oh, she will be my wife. Who's Vriska? That girl over there. No, don't look! Shh!
0: Let's
1: try to keep it down, okay? Gonna
0: ruin this for me. Her? Dog, ain't she a little young for you? No, that's, but that's the thing. She's been, like, however many years being a ghost, so she's older now. That means I'm not creepy. We even know how many years she's spent here. Maybe a hundred. Hell, she might be be older than me now. See? Totally not creepy anymore. Case closed.
1: I don't know what you're talking about, but you sound like an asshole.
0: Just need to find the right moment to make my move. Only problem is I lost the ring. John fucking Egbert has it. Doesn't look like he's going to let it go either. That bastard. Gotta make a plan. Think, imagination. Think. Uh, The one time I really needed you... (laughs) Yo, I got a boatload's bling. I got to sell you a ring. You could. Oh man, perfect. How much?
4: (laughs) Two (laughs) million four
1: hundred eighty-five thousand five hundred six dollars.
0: I'm just gonna link it just so you realize it. That is
1: no, it's the Kickstarter. That is
0: the amount that uh, they just raised on Kickstarter. Great, 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 great. Are you fucking serious? What makes you
1: think I've got that kind of
0: dough just lying around?
1: That's my price, pumpkin skin. You want the ring or not?
0: Alright, fine. Guess I got no chance but to pony up. Just don't tell anyone, okay? Kinda promise I'd use this money for something else. None
1: of my biz, Holmes, deal or no deal. Yeah, there. Ah, uh, yeah, check out them at stacks. Here you go, lover boy. Thanks.
0: Wait. Did this ring. Did you steal this from Cronus?
1: For show.
4: Sure.
1: Uh, you. No refunds!
0: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that joke has been taken on a whole new layer. Yeah. With the fact that the Kickstarter money got. Yeah, got stolen. Still taken because of scams. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh boy. I uh, but can't believe yeah. so the Kickstarter money. And made King's Quest. <laughs> Bought a
0: ring, and then Mina gave that to the other guys, and they made King's Quest. Fucked up. Yep. Uh, but if we walk to the right, we can see it's Riska, Tavros,
1: and John. Oh, boy. Uh, this leads to the end of the game. Yeah, we're fucking done here.
3: Yes. Yep.
0: Whew. Right? Next. Next. You reach the end of the game to find an intriguing convergence of outrageous personalities. You're just dying to see what these heavyweights of bad attitude have to say to each other, but somehow you discover within yourself the supreme restraint to hit pause. It's a whole world of fucking around going on with the media crew down in the second year of the voyage, and it would be a criminal act of negligence to end their in- this information without at least having a peek at their tomfoolery. A weaker person would just want to see what happens with Mean and risker right away. Thank they- Goodness, you're a player with strong sense, responsibility, and discipline. man <laughs> Next. And yeah, we're seeing the meteor. I forgot
2: this happened before the thing. Yeah, me too. Uh, do you want to take Dave? God. Uh, who, me or Molly? Uh, I don't know. Go ahead, Luke. All right, sure. <laughs> Uh of course he's beatboxing. Yep.
4: Boom boom boom
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. No, wait. More like uh boom. Yeah, that's right. We are dropping it. Let's do this. We're like in the process right now. Dropping it like a Thanksgiving turkey tripped over something and shit just got away from me. My butterballs and free fall, motherfuckers. Look out to the goddamn low.
1: Next. Oh boy.
4: <laughs>
0: Dave has drawn Lord English Swole. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Carcat riding a penis over uh, a penis the penis sunset. sunset. <laughs> Choo!
2: just having a good old time. Yeah, and he's
0: got a page uh, in a di- like a diary full of raps. Yeah. Right. Well, full of, maybe not the right words. Rejected right.
2: raps. Yeah, yeah. Dropping everything today. Making it rain. Precipitating straight up mayhem. Hells of weather patterns closing in. Inanimate shippy slipping from my mitts. My digits can't commit to a legitimate grip. Wait, nah, I'm going to start over. Feel this flow out a little more. About how I'm dropping things today, just left and right, things of all shapes and sizes, and dubious metaphorical merit. Things ain't even being held by chumps who can't be asked to show up, dropping shit on your behalf. You name it, I'ma let it go. Drop it like a frivolous lawsuit. Oh snap! Get out of my courtroom. Waste of taxpayer money, yo. Drop it like the most expensive fucking Christmas ornament. Step on that glass with your bare ass feet. Christmas is ruined, motherfucker. Drop it like the Mug and Usual Suspects. Kobayashi was your cup, you dumb fuck. (laughs) Drop it like unemployment figures under the Obama administration's bold economic policies. (laughs) Drop it like- (laughs) Drop it like cargo in a space getaway. Just jettison that motherfucker. This rap is blasting off. Drop it like a bunch of firewood I just gathered. Gonna rub a couple motherfucking sticks together. Just sitting here whipping up sick lyrical friction. If you start smelling smoke, you caught a whiff of my diction. Shit's getting warm, but I won't stop till it's hot. Warm just don't cut it when shit's getting dropped. Tell me how you feel about shit getting dropped. How hot do you want it when I let go of the fire? Just say when. What? I can't hear you. I said say when, motherfucker. Shit is burning my hands. F it. Here we go. Next. Dave has been in the intro
0: to this rap song for like years. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just drop that shit like a bad phone connection. I put gravity in charge of its downward direction. Unfettered descent of what it considers perfection. Shit thinks of the ground and it gets an erection. Best hope it's carpet bound in its downward spiral, cause linoleum's frowned upon, met with an eye roll. Landing on grass is just a course of what it's par for. The But hardwood fucking floor is what its wood's getting hard for. Guess I should mention, instead of motherfucking hard ons, how my motherfucking French could use a presidential pardon. Ticket it, Barack! Here's where Obama's rap solo comes in. No, but how dope would that be? Oh, fuck me. That would own.
3: (laughs) Next. (laughs) How dope would that be, Molly? That'd be so dope.
0: (laughs) Also, I love Dave's obsession with Obama. (laughs) That's
2: great. (sighs) I mean, Rosa... Dang, she dressed she's up. All, yeah, he's all dolled up. Yeah. Damn it. Rose, don't drink so loud. It's messing up my raps. I can actually hear your sips through my headphones.
0: Yeah, well, I can hear your rasps through your whispers. Your wipesers.
2: Whipsers. Whipzers. Whipzers. <coughs> oh my god. are you, you are so fucking hammered. How strong did you even make that stuff?
1: Rose! Uh
0: oh. Rose! Teen drinking is very, very (laughs) bad!
3: (laughs) That's what she was doing with her chemistry set! Oh, fuck. (sighs) It's
0: pretty strong, I guess.
3: Whoops.
2: Gersh. Guess. (laughs) Pretty strong. Rose, you just bootlegged some fucking rubbing alcohol.
0: Overreact much? I am completely in command of
2: my... faculties. Faculities isn't a word, checkmate. This kind of strikes me as a sort of misappropriation of alchemy. Like, fucking with the mystical technology of creation to whip up some moonshine just seems... I don't know, man, tell me you at least alchemized a bathtub verse to stir this shit in. At least that would be hilarious. I... oh my god, you're right. I missed a golden opportunity for a particularly humorous approach to this endeavor. And where the fuck is my apple juice, Rose? Gotta say, you really let me down on the AJ front. I
0: tried. I tried making it. It was hard, Dave.
2: Bullshit, it was hard. What's so hard about apple juice? It's like the most basic goddamn juice, like the square one of juice. Yeah, that's the point.
0: Apples are startling difficult to reproduce. We take for granted our ability to just take idealized instances of even complicated objects and conserve them from the void. But complexity implies a heavily recon- native nature. So many things are synthesized from series of much simpler ideas to so those limites capable of consideration and and apples are close to being the nonchalantly eric object as it gets. <laughs> notionally er... Ducible. Tell me, ha what idea do you even buy to make an apple? Uh... Exactly! That's why apples are such indivisible symbols. They come to the field of ideas and their reproduction... <laughs> Reproductic essence from the perspective of humans in particular. Both from a standpoint of cultural and mythological significance. And from practical on a swell. If you're having to find yourself actually trying to engineer one. But do you think... What do you think Adam and Eve will punch for biting into one? Attempted to penetrate an indivisible unit. Of fundamental knowledge to consume the interior of a thought which cannot be reduced any further. This knowledge was forbidden. <laughs> so humanity was forever banished to live in sin, as strive ever since to redeem itself from the heroes of this intellectual folly.
4: <laughs>
0: Foley. Folly. Folly. Or what about the Taylor Isaac Newton under the tree? He was bonked on the head by an apple. Not really an apple, though, an atomic idea. An elemental unit of inspiration himself that clocked him right on the noggin. This individual notion colliding with his awareness, much like a high speed particle particle fired to create a nuclear chain reaction, drawn from the void of more profound and earthy. Of the nature of nothingness, that is gravitation. Of course, their stories are actually bullshit. They don't have any reality. But they act like their bullshit makes them less, more interesting. They have crafted many stories that are bullshit, out of symbols risen from the abyss of consciousness not sure I know what the fuck they're doing or saying as they floundered around for some truth. But in spot of themselves they would forever briefly cross through a ray of light regardless. And the symbols they... the
2: symbols hold all the power. Well shit. Looks like I wandered into a really weird uncharted side of town tonight. It's called the Drunk Rose District, and I am scared out of my fucking mind. For guys, both and I quote, so cool. You really are most
0: comically uptight. Here, why don't we have some... No!
2: What a prune. Prude. <laughs> I told you, I don't want any of your experimental fucking space wizard booze. I'd rather not go blind. Then Terezi will have to teach me to lick shit to see. Is that what you want? Do you want me licking everything in sight? Like, oh, hey, mayor, slurp. Oh, fuck, you're not the mayor. You're my goddamn sister. (laughs) God. Rose is really drunk. are
4: you okay?
3: Next. Oh, boy. (laughs) That face. Is she crying
1: next panel? Because that's the natural (laughs) end of this.
2: Oh my god. You laughed way too hard at that. It wasn't anywhere close to that funny. I think you've had enough. What? Good lord. I still don't know why you were so bent on making this liquor. I thought you weren't really that down with the drinking. You never liked it when your mom drank. What happened to that? Eh, she was a
0: lonely single mom.
2: I forgave her. Okay, so why? Why tonight do you just decide to get completely wasted before you Like, are you nervous about your date with Kanaya? Is that it? Is the date? Uh, yes. How do you figure it's a date? Rose, you're wearing a freaking prom dress and nervously drinking your ass off while you're waiting for Kanaya to arrive for a goddamn date. can just look her best once in a while? This is infuriating. Why do you even bother with this stupid charade? You could be at like a drive-in movie making out with each other, all exchanging class rings while giving birth to each other's fucking children. And you would still be all coy like, is it a date or isn't it? Hmm, who could really say for sure? Okay. Maybe I took a little sip to take off the edge off. Yeah, that turned out to be one hell of a sip. Maybe you should reschedule.
0: No, No.
2: Just sleep it off, there are more hot dates where that came from. It's cool. I'm cool. Really. I'm just not sure you're gonna make the best impression like this. Come on, let's find you a suitably soft pile of objects to sleep in before she- Aw, oh, shit. Mm? She's here.
1: Ugh! Next.
2: Oh boy.
0: You wanna take
1: Kanaya? Yep. Good evening. Rose's face in the fucking
0: It's <laughs> 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 uh, like hello there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who, are you, who are you and would you come here often? <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey,
0: beautiful. Hey. <laughs> Good evening.
2: Oh my fucking god. I can't even deal.
1: Oh, Hmm.
2: What is it?
1: Am I underdressed for the occasion?
0: No. You look
1: so great. If I'd known you wanted to dress in more elegant attire, I would have happily, uh, hmm. Yeah. Well, if, um, you think I'm fine like this, then okay.
2: Rose, I think you started drinking way too early. I think you just, like, completely fucking forgot to tell Kanaya you were dressing up.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Wow, you're probably right. I started so... so... when did I start? What even time is it?
2: Man, you're gonna make her so uncomfortable all dolled up like that. Not to mention three sheets to the fucking wind. This date is gonna be so awkward.
1: It's not a date. Yeah, sure. Rose, are you feeling all right?
0: Why do you ask? Because if you want to know, I really feel quite fabulous.
1: Ah, it seems you may have imbibed one of your experimental human soporifics. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, well then, I guess that would explain it.
0: Explain what?
1: The lethargy you possibly experienced when it came to completing our rendezvous in a timely manner.
0: Uh, wait, what?
1: I was waiting for you in the common area for a couple hours, but you did not show up, so I came to find you.
2: S.M.H. Oh, oh, oh my god.
1: Next. Rose, you fucked up! <laughs> I forgot about our date! <laughs>
2: Aww. Next. I'll,
1: I'll
0: say, like, just when I first read this, it felt really nice to go, like, no, it's a date. Like, they're yeah, on a they're, They are <laughs> dating.
2: They're on a date yeah. right now. This is not gals being pals.
0: No. Yeah. And even like Dave's kind of little joke of like, oh, you could be like, you know, <laughs> they're
1: not gonna make mood. a good impression like this, or
0: <laughs> no, like like you could be at the drive-in theater, exchanging yeah. class rings, having babies, and be like, <laughs> is it a date? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's good to know Dave's cool with it. Yeah. Oh, of course. Like yeah. I don't. <laughs> like he, I think, makes
0: jokes, but in all honesty, I think he'd probably be okay with it.
1: Yeah. Our date? Then, you did intend for the plans we made to be a date, which is to say one that was romantically oriented.
2: Holy shit, we got a room full of smooth operators here tonight. Yes, Kanaya, it was going to be a romantically oriented date. I'm so sorry. (sighs) But as you can see, Rose is hooched to the fucking max, so I think you're better off going out another time. No! No!
0: I said I was still up for it. I'm already (laughs) fucked up! A lotion track of time. I'm not gonna blow it again.
2: (sighs) You seriously still want to go through with this?
1: Well, I'm still amenable to an evening of... whatever. Yeah, But, is there some reason why you would advise otherwise, Dave? I will have to plead ignorance on the subject of human courtship and its customs when it involves one or more intoxicated participants. Is there a problem?
2: A uh, problem? Uh, I don't know, if you're cool with your dates slurring words and making no damn sense about apples, then I guess not. Uh. Why are you both looking at me? Stop that. ink No, don't. Hey, I'm not your fucking life coach here. If you want to go on a drunk date, what do I care? Man, what do I even know about human courtship anyway? Not like I ever dated a fucking human, so I guess have at it. Alright. Awesome. Date night with drunky it is. Go apeshit, I guess. Uh, so, what What should I do here? I'm me to pack up my wraps and leave you alone, or...?
0: Oh, no. You yeah, to do then. We can leave you to your slam, poems, in peace. Why don't we go for a walk?
1: Yes, after you. If you can actually manage to. Oh, there. Maintain your balance. Okay. Are you good? Okay, good. Let's go. Next. (laughs) God. (laughs) What a panel. What a panel. What a panel. Since it's now clear that your premeditated designs on this evening exceeded my own by a wide margin, insofar as you intended this to be a date with fancy clothes, whereas I showed up looking like something the loosest dragged in, maybe you can tell me exactly what you had in mind. I mean, as far as specific activities were concerned. Nyup. Nyup. I mean, nope. Nope,
0: what? I honestly have not a blueprint for the evening. Aside from getting pretty up and actually no being punctual about my commitment. Whoops.
1: It's really okay, though. I admit I was irked for a moment, but then realized it was so unlike you that extenuating circumstances were the most likely in play. So I went to find you, and lo and behold, extenuation was what I found to be taking place.
0: Oh my god. Ken Gaia, I'm so extenuated right now.
1: Heck. What?
0: Did you hear something?
1: No. Hear what?
0: Hmm. Hey, you should turn the lights on.
1: Uh-oh. 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 Next. That better.
0: Yes. Shh.
1: Huh? huh? What are we listening for?
0: Uh, nothing, I guess. Anyway, I just thought that tonight you could just walk around for a while and talk. Not really anything, like a worlds, or the future, or how you gonna save your species.
1: Yeah, that sounds nice.
0: Yes, I have a casual spontaneous evening. I don't- <gasps> I don't see as days have to always be a federal fucking issue, don't you agree?
1: Mm. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> Next. Next. next.
0: Can you keep a secret?
1: Yes.
0: Oh boy, just like of like her, just like "Mm." just
1: staring up at that vent. Yeah. (laughs) Next.
0: I learned something earlier today. He was troubling something about. Dressay, and... And what? And Gamshi. <gasps> See, I bumped into him earlier.
1: You did? Where?
0: No, no, please. Please don't get angry and go on an eventful clown hunt next Expedition I. This is the point. This is what's troubling me about this. I don't want anyone to fight.
1: Actually, there's no need to worry about that. I think I'm done trying to kill him.
0: You are?
1: Yeah, he has achieved victory through the gambit of cowards default. Don't get me wrong, he is still utterly awful, but sometimes you just have to let a thing go. You know? Yeah. What were you saying about Therese and Gamzi?
0: Right. Apparently they are are an item Blackways, I mean. What? They're spades in the shadows. Nobody knows but me. And now you.
1: Are you serious? Yes.
0: And it's been troubling me the more I think about it a lot. Why? Cause I sense a prickly political situation. Razor relationship with Cockcat is already somewhat tenuous with their well, from what I gather about their history. And Dave. His involvement makes it even more complicated in I think with Carcap being maroused with Gamzee, finds out Gamzee is spayed with Tittrezi, then correct me if I'm wrong, isn't that the whole Raymond gang is a territory social taboob? Bob, excuse me.
1: That could be very awkward, yes. Taboob. 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 <coughs>
0: Next. My, f- the- my favorite Black Eyed
2: Peas. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say my favorite board game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, I don't know if it's my sir powers or what, but I can see it and all too clearly. Carcass finds out about it and flies in the raid. Right. Ruins is more than into glee. I mean, it's more. Ruins of diamonds with Gamzee. Therefore become less stable and he villa well and who knows how she react or what happened with Dave for that matter. Dave actually be alright with Theresa day and the psychotic clown on the side. Either bit's relationship center around only Emadin I kind of doubt it. He could fly with Corcad on the matter. I'm into the peak of where your alignment is on the subject of the game which is what I fear. I'm afraid that this could create a schism in the group and we would all be torn apart. I don't want that. Well, let's all stay friends and just be peaceful together.
1: Me too. I can see the dilemma here. Are you actually thinking about... Uh doing something about this? I
0: don't know. Maybe I shouldn't fear with their kids must... Yeah, oh, fuck. I hate tape. Maybe it's such a wonderful thing, world. I would have been normal in fear with their beautiful hate. Problem is, it's still so alien to me, and a kind of black romance... I try to understand sometimes, like more than intellectually. I try to put my shoes in the shoes of feeling that, and it still doesn't make sense to me. I don't want to predict my human values on an alien relationship that I disapprove of.
1: I understand, but what you're describing is. Hmm. Actually, I'm hesitant to even mention it. No, what? This is probably not a good idea.
0: Oh, please, you know you have to tell me now.
1: The feelings you are having are actually perfectly normal within the framework of our quadrant-based romantic tradition. I don't know if they can be felt naturally by humans, but the way you are viewing their relationship would be quite a standard response on Alternia. Yeah? Yes. It is sanctioned within the Ashen Quadrant, which addresses conciliatory romantic feelings not directed at a single person but at two people who are presently in such a contentious relationship.
0: Oh, shish! I forgot about that. You're right.
1: It is generally not regarded as one of the more emotionally fulfilling quadrants to become involved in, and can be quite laborious to maintain, but it served a very important social purpose for my people, such as in situations very similar to the one you described. Where the two parties are highly drawn to each other through animosity. They may in fact be perfect for each other in that tumultuous quadrant. But to pursue the relationship would be chaos. Much like the scenario you laid out, the two kismises, if left unchecked, would devastate all their other relationships. Those in their own quadrants and even those in other people's. So it is the job of an auspetus to make sure that doesn't happen yes yes <laughs> <laughs> you know how Rose didn't pick anything up from Kanaya during like act five Found it. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> next
0: Kanaya that's exactly what I need to do
1: oh no really
0: absolutely I've never been so sure about anything Oh, hey, almost anything. Hmm?
1: Yeah. I don't think I would advise it. It is extremely difficult and can often feel like a thankless undertaking. In truth, it is probably the most challenging quadrant to master. Trust me.
0: I believe you. Well, you to know. Can you teach me?
1: I. Ugh.
0: There's so much uh, I just don't understand. Not for romance, but I'm so curious. I understand the concept of either extentious or plastonic relationships, or something that can be partial to the emotions associated with romance, but still doesn't really compute to me.
1: I really. Don't know if I would be a good teacher of hospiticism. I honestly was not very good at it myself.
0: Oh, That's fine. Forget hospiticism. Hospiticismish. Good damn. You're silly that right now. I want you to teach me everything.
1: Everything. Yes. Next. That is a lot of things.
0: I want you to teach me all the quadrants.
1: Oh boy. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Rose, you don't know what you're asking. I want
0: to tell me about your spades your dynamonds. Next. I want you to share with me your clums and your horse
1: Next. <laughs> I want... Getting close. Yeah. Next. You. Next.
0: As we scroll down.
1: <laughs> Aww. <laughs>
0: Where the shoe came off. Yeah. Yep. Also, they kissed, by they, the way. They're kissing.
2: Yes. I feel like this was not out either. That expected that to happen. No. But it's so <laughs> cute. Next.
1: Rose never would have gotten the courage up for that <laughs> if she wasn't drunk as fuck. And yep, also, she just fell. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Next trunk happen. X-Rose
1: Combo Bob.
0: Oh, no. Uh-oh.
3: Uh-oh.
1: Next. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's falling down the stairs, like, sliding down him, but she's happy. <laughs> Just
1: gently bumping her head on each step. <laughs> if this is how she dies, it's fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is it? For her. A weird honk shaft. Then with the smitten sears and Nibria descent from down a flight of escalation zigzags through the dark subway-like belly of the meteor, with teen xenolove mingling with weird honks waiting for the vents to fill the faded laboratory air with equal parts mirth and gaiety, we are ready to bid adieu to this vignette of hyper-important fucking around on the pitch-perfect note of a single textbook to point the rare yet highly embarrassing drunk happen X-Rose Comba Bob. And once again, we find ourselves poised to attempt to exist the exit of this intermission prematurely, while forgetting to do just exactly no loose ends whatsoever. We turn the page to find a pair of green curtains that won't close and are as fooled completely by them as usual. Next. And there you have it. Literally the worst psych-out in Homestuck to date. Hands down. But seriously, we still need to see what Mean and Frisk have to say to each other. Proceed to... Next page to find out how these twin titans of in your Faith linquency react to each other. Unique brand of reckless antihero hero
1: Is this gonna close the fucking act? Next.
0: <laughs> uh, also, just very quickly, uh, I think that is
1: I forgot if it's page
0: count or like, time-wise, that is yeah. the middle point of Homestuck.
2: This is the oh, middle? It must be time-wise.
0: Yeah, it must be time-wise. There's no way that's the halfway page count. Yeah. I just love that. Rose kissing Kanai is the midpoint.
1: Great. Uh, Yeah, next then.